Uh, this is once again at time. Uh, this is Unbounded. As always, I'm your host, the Anthony Pierce Long. I got my boy Isaac. We go back all the way to middle school days. What's going on, dog? I am good, man. I'm good. Um, life is good. The XFL is in full effect, my guy. Yes, it is. Tom Brady is a a free agent. Not sure how to feel about that, though. Zion Wade is a girl. That's a a lot of pile in there, buddy. Hey, we got a lot of pile in this episode. That's that's pretty much how this episode's going to go, dog. Uh... We got we got a lot to go into. Uh, those are some of the bigger co- co- topics that we have going on. Uh, D Wade uh, comes out and says that uh, his once upon a time son is now a daughter, and her name is now Zia Wade. Uh, Tom Brady is a, a hot commodity for teams that are looking for a quarterback for a short term, obviously. Also, uh, six games into the XFL. How are we enjoying it? We will be talking about all of that and so much more coming in a few minutes. All right, so here we are in... uh, for those who do not know, this is Saturday evening. Uh, this is approximately nine o'clock Eastern time. So, as of at, at this moment, the first half of week two of the XFL season has uh, happened. The first two games have all uh, been played, and uh, we got two more games tomorrow. But based on what you've seen in these first six games that we've watched, what have been your thoughts on it? I would say the same thing. We've got we've got a little bit of everything so far with this season. Uh, we've had we've had uh, great plays. We've had uh, bonehead plays. Some horrible. We have people with butterfingers. We have people. Uh, throwing, we have people who have men, but they have a man, but play for the other team. We've had, had an F bombs. Yeah, we have people not using their common sense. So we've had we've had a quarterback call out his whole team. Yeah, no, it, it's been so much going on. But I, I want to at least start off with the fact that I love this kickoff. Yeah, it's really smart. It's very smart. It's really smart, and the thing that really gets it for me is that it's safe. We, we've seen with NFL that they've kind of they kind of wean their way. They're, they seem like they were trying to wean their way away from kick returns. Uh, you saw the uh, AAF; they just took it all out all together, and you just started on the twenty yard line. Yep. So I, I don't know. I don't know who gets the credit here. Whether this was an Oliver Luck, I'm pretty sure it was an Oliver Luck thing, 
But I don't think Vince had anything to do with it. I'm pretty sure he he, he probably had anything to do with that. But I've seen a lot. Like Vince gets a lot of like hate when it comes to uh, Mondays and Friday nights. But Saturday and Sunday night, I was seeing a lot of love since War Investment Man, uh, Oliver Luck, and everybody else is working with the XFL. I enjoy all six games. Um, I got to give a, a huge shout out to uh, PJ Walker. I, I I don't I don't know why he was cut by the Colts uh, last year, but I, I really believe that he's going to get another shot, and without a doubt, he's going to be on somebody's roster as a backup come September. I I, I just believe that based off what I saw last Saturday. Now, of course, that's going to be depending on what he does tomorrow. And he plays the St. Louis, a really good defense in St. Louis, the Battlehawks, who uh, played really great against the Dallas Renegades uh, Sunday night. So that's going to be a really good game. And it's funny because I chose to be a St. Louis Battlehawk fan, not realizing two of the key pieces in the defense of the Orlando Apollos are on that same team. Will Hill, who had uh who sealed the game last week against the Renegades, and then uh Terrence Garvin, the linebacker. Which is still weird that neither one of those guys were on an NFL roster, but if they continue to play the way, especially Will Hill. Will Hill is uh a guy that I think could be a good uh death death piece on anybody's team. Hi, Pete. So uh, I, I saw last week we did have a uh, we had an objection. This week we had we almost had another scuffle this week. Um, today between the uh, defenders and the New York Guardians, which the uh, defenders just destroyed the Guardians twenty-seven to zero. We got our first. Attempt at a three-point PAT, which I love those. What do you th- What are your thoughts on the uh, PAT options? I think they're definitely. This whole league is just innovative. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah. The fact that that they have safety, they're really enforcing safety on the kickoffs. The fact that um, the fact that you know you can really make clutch plays. The fact that at, within two minutes there's like. The clock stops so you don't have to burn timeouts, you know. So really, it kind of makes you think strategically as well, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Very, very interesting. And I and I think we got to realize that Vince McMahon, as much, as much as a failure as the first incarnation of the XFL was, there was a lot that, that they took away from that. I mean, the sky cam. That was a, a that was a 2001 XFL thing, and the NFL took that. So something, something else. I love how every ball is unique. Yeah, I love so, that. So like every ball is decorated with the team colors. So like when the player sees it coming, it's only they can see their team colors. So it's like oh, you know, makes it easier for them to see it. I like that. I also find it impressive how they only have to save time 
they have one person whose sole job is to do nothing but spot the ball. It, I think it just makes it that much easier on the refs. It does. Just, even ref controversy either. Even with the uh the ref the the ref whose sole job is to review. They have one ref reviewing and he's using a Xbox controller, which is one thing I don't like. He's using an Xbox controller. But I can get over that. But I, I do it. Yeah, I'm see PlayStation all day. So I, I, I do love that. Uh, one thing that I think they can still tone down on some is some of these interviews. Now, some of them can be funny, but uh, just to avoid the situation like we did last week with the F-bomb being dropped, give these guys a few a few minutes to kind of relax. And even, even today, uh, Matt McGloin, they interviewed him at the end of the half, and they were like, uh, the team seems to be struggling out there. What can y'all do to uh, fix it? And he just like straight up called out the uh the coaching staff was like uh change the game plan. And then they also had him, they were uh listening to him talk to the coaches and he was like calling out his players, his teammates. He was like, I don't want to say names, but uh they're not playing good. But when you were watching the game, he's missing open throws. He was just playing horrible. Well, I mean it makes sense why he didn't I mean, you're right, but I always figured it. Like you would think that this league would at least be to where some of these players that once upon a time were backups in, in the NFL, like a Matt McLuhan, or even um, we'll, we'll see what Landry Jones does tomorrow. But uh, he was he was also a backup in the league for for a hot minute. So you would think that this league would be something where they would, you know, flourish in. I mean, look at Tommy Maddox in 2001. Yeah, that's true. You know who else flourished in the league outside of the NFL? Who? Kurt Warner. Right, in the arena league. He's, he's a Hall of Famer. He's not just, you know, wasn't just good. He's a Hall of Famer in the arena league. You're right. And well deserved, and I think he should be. He should. He should be a Hall of Famer in the NFL too. Right? Wait, is he not? Uh, if he is, then my fault. Hold on. Because he should. I mean, he he was the leader of the greatest show on turf. Leader there t- led the uh led the Cardinals to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Is he? I think he is. I think for some reason he is. I really do. I think he is a Hall of Famer. Okay, then now I'm just an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, let me check. Let's let's verify. He is a Hall of Famer. He got inducted in 2017. Oh, I'm an idiot. It's all good, though. We all make mistakes like that. It's just apparently he's the only person in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton and in the Arena Football League. See, there you go. And in the Arena Football Hall of Fame. How about that? 
not so many guys that have that. I mean, look at uh, another quarterback that's really uh, looking good right now is Cardell Jones, who really didn't get an opportunity to shine in the NFL outside of some preseason games. John Elway's also in the Hall of Fame. Well deserved. But I, I, I've enjoyed Cardell playing. How about you? Um, yeah, I, know, I enjoy his play. He seems very, very poised. Oh, definitely. He seems very poised. I love how he um, says "hurry, hurry" while he's uh at the at the line. But uh, right now, the best two quarterbacks have been Cardell Jones and Philip Walker. In my in my honest opinion, and it's funny because. When you look into the NFL, you look at some of the best quarterbacks in that league, and you're talking about a. This is, I don't think you saw it, but I told you about the uh, the thing they had on ESPN about the year of the black quarterback. Mm-hmm. I started to watch that some of it, and they made some really good points about how like, and there was a point in time where these black quarterbacks weren't really looked at because they weren't really what a lot of these owners felt like was what an NFL quarterback should have been. They didn't feel like they possessed the skill set mentally and physically to be a quarterback. So it was like, hey, I don't think you're a quarterback, but you're fast. You should be be a receiver. He's definitely picking, picking his spots. Who was that? Um, Cardell. Like, I'm not, he's making a lot, he's making good decisions out there. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, he had that one pass. He had a few today that I was like, okay, what are you doing here? One should have one should have been picked, and then one was picked. Uh, I was going to speak about the play more specifically when he, uh, he was Eli Rogers. He hit Eli Rogers and those but he was taking a hit right up the middle. Oh yeah, that was a beautiful pass. But uh speaking of Eli Rogers, uh my our prayers are with him. Uh his mother was funeralized today. So he as of now should be on his way back up to uh be with his family and everything. So definitely an emotional game for Eli Rogers. Another guy that will probably be back in the league come September. People were divided about that, by the way. Huh? People were divided about why he's in the league at his mom's funeral. People were divided about why is he playing instead of pretending his mom's funeral. Some people were like, yeah, I, he's like, yeah, I'm not about that. I mean, that, that, and that's where it comes to just your own, you what is what what you feel is right for you is not always gonna be for the other person. Yes. So it, it's just a it's a thing of if you talk with his family, families are all right with it. If that if that was the case, then what what do I have to say about it? He's going to be with his family now. Nobody should, nobody should, should be able to judge him for that. Oh no. I forget who it was. And they were talking about how their mother was sick, and their mother told them, go go play. So it, it might have been a thing like that. I mean, people were, remember that 
that day that Kobe died, everyone was like, why are the games been going on? But for people that truly knew Kobe, I don't think they believed that Kobe would want them to cancel games because he was dead. So it's just based on your thoughts and how you believe in the situation. I mean, the the fact of the matter is he's with his family now. So it I, I don't think they're bothered by it. If they're not bothered by it, then I have no right to be bothered by it. At all. Um, let's move to some um, talk right, boy. Let's move into some NFL. Uh, so we have the free agency getting ready to happen. And uh, for the first time in a while, we have two guys that have never been free agents, according to my knowledge. No. Granted, they're old, very old, but they're free agents nonetheless. And uh, pretty, I'm pretty sure they're going to be hot uh, commodities. Uh, that's Phillip Rivers and... Uh, Tom Brady. We already know that Tom Brady is a guy that a lot of teams are looking at, especially the Oakland Raiders, who are willing to offer him two years and $60 million. What, my fault? Did I say Oakland? Yes. It's going to take a while. The Las Vegas Raiders. What are you going to do? So, do you... I don't think we talked about this. Who do you think... Tom Brady will be going to. Well, there's also talk about him going to Dallas, which in itself and that's weird. Yeah, I heard that uh, Michael Irvin saying that the Cowboys could trade Dak for Brady, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think that's stupid. It is stupid. Why, why, trade, why trade a guy who is a promising future of your team of your franchise for a guy that you may only have for a year or two. Yeah. Okay, legit. One year to the I'm done. Now don't get me wrong, if, if Tom Brady is Tom Brady that we think, because this is gonna be the first time that Tom Brady's played if if and this is if he leaves New England. This will be the first time that Tom Brady would play without Bill. And I think that's been one of the discussions of why a lot of a lot of uh fans are reluctant to put him as the as the GOAT when it comes to quarterbacks because he's pretty much played under one system. He hasn't really had the changing of systems as a Peyton Manning, who's played under uh, Tony Dungy. Uh, who was he got? It was it Jim Caldwell. Yes, Jim Caldwell. Uh, he went to Denver. He had two different head coach. No, he only had. Uh, he played with uh, shoot Gary Kubiak, right? So he's played under different coaches. And all but his last season, he's he was able to produce. I mean, he broke his uh, he broke he broke record and then broke it again with another team. Has two Super Bowl rings with separate teams. 
So it, it, it's going to be one of those things where I feel like it's going to really show. And then you could also use the excuse of, well, he's old. So I think the thing that's going to really determine where Tom Brady goes is who's around. Who, who's around him. In Las Vegas, he has uh, a really good running back. Josh Jacobs was really good. Uh, Hunter Winfrey was a really good receiver. But I was also here in Los Angeles, the Chargers. And the weapons he has in Los Angeles uh, is a really, really interesting uh, predicament. Looking at Keenan Allen, Hunter Winfrey, uh, what's the uh, uh, Gordon, Melvin Gordon? That's it. That's it. So, I mean, I don't know. I still think the Dallas one is stupid, so I'm never going to think of that one being legit. I just hope I, I hope he's just talking out his neck with that one. Um, what else is going down in the football season? Oh, uh, the reinstatement has happened for uh, Miles Garrett, and he's come out and uh, once again has accused Mason Rudolph of calling him a stupid N-word. In which uh, Mason Rudolph had uh, tweeted that it was a bold-faced lie. So, where do you stand with this one? Do you do you think that May, do you think the Miles Garrett is uh, lying on Rudolph? It's, it's, yeah, it's, that, that's really the only way you can really put it. It's just like, I don't think anybody else was there to hear it. This this really reminds me of when uh, Yannick Ngakwe accused uh, Richie Incognito, calling him an N-word, uh, during the wild card game between the Buffalo Bills and the, uh, the uh, Jaguars back in 2017. Mm-hmm. 2017, 2018, that area. So that that's really where this is at. I mean, I, I just don't see, outside of maybe Mason Rudolph trying to tug his helmet off, because there was so much going on in that situation that should not have happened. Now, I will say that uh, Miles Garrett probably shouldn't have hit him that hard. I mean, the game was over. I don't know why he was playing so hard in the first place at that point of the game. There's an interview with me. Okay. There's an interview with with me, the Times, and Yeah, I saw that. Buddy Hill wins the uh, three-point contest as well. There's an interview with Nick Kimes on ESPN. 
that I had an elaborate on Miles Garrett's story. So you can see what he had to say about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and that's where I got that whole thing from. Uh, it's one of those things like nobody knows what really happened except Mason Rudolph, Miles Garrett, and whoever was the third guy was over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we don't know when he said it. You know, but nobody even really knows about it. And either one person is, you know, one person's lying. As long as there's either one person's lying and one person's telling the truth, you know, or vice versa. But the thing is, I don't think we really know. Oh, no, no, no. You know? Definitely not. You know, we don't really know. But, but it's, not, and it's not a controversial thing. You know what I mean? Because, right. I mean, think about it. The guy sat out the rest of the year. So, As he should have. Yeah, so it's not like, it ain't like, you know, it ain't like he didn't serve his punishment for, for, for doing something, you know? He had to sit out the rest of the year. And I think, I think he realized that he deserved that punishment. And probably should be lucky right. that he, that's all he got. Right. Because that stuff right there could have got you banned from the league altogether. Exactly. So, you know, that's just me. That's, that's just me. That's somebody's life you're playing around with, dog. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. That's all I got on that. So, is there anything else sports-related that we got to uh, look into? Uh, Dolph Ziggler is a, is a prick. Oh, yeah, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, <laughs> this, this, you want to tell everybody the story? Oh, well, uh, for those who uh, do not watch wrestling. Because here's, here's the thing about this story. It is, it's, even though it's pro wrestling... It's one of those rare stories. It's one of those rare stories that kind of you can that everybody can relate to. Oh yeah, and pretty much Dolph Ziggler's just playing Mr. Steve Girl here. He's been doing this for the last month or so, where he's kind of been sneaking his way in. Otis Dozovich is uh, trying to. Uh, he, he's had this crush on Mandy for years now. And so, so you want to keep it 100 with everybody, just tell them, like, you know, just because I, because let's be real, people, we've all been in this position at one point or another. Oh, yeah, yeah. unless we're unless unless we're rich, unless you're rich, if you're rich and listening to this, this doesn't really apply to you unless you're a prince looking for a princess, you know, unless you're like a fairy tale prince looking for a princess, like the old Hallmark movie. Disney movie kind of way. This is not for you, but Prince Charming. Yes. If you're, well, I'm talking about like classic Prince Charming, not Shrek Prince Charming. Not classic <laughs> Prince Charming. You remember Shrek Prince Charming, right? I am Shrek. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Shrek is me. So, <laughs> so, the point is. What happened is one time at one time or another people we have a crush on something. You know, you really feel like, man, I really like this person. But the bad thing is you don't really have the I wouldn't say the the stones or or fortitude to ask him, but it's just like the balls. You're really afraid. You're really afraid of what they're gonna say. You're afraid if you ask. It could be really bad. Like it could be a, it could be a disaster. But if you don't ask, it's one of those things like, 
you never know. And then the one thought comes into your head, well, you miss a hundred percent. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. These are so facts. That'll, it is true. Ain't gonna lie, but it is a fact. Remember I saying back at Summer Bridge? Uh huh. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, man. I'm really here. You remember while we're on the topic of Summer Bridge, you remember that girl Cynthia? That light skinned girl? Yo, yeah, yeah. Like she's really cute. The Spanish yeah, girl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, uh, I missed my window. I really believe I missed my window. I think it's like I was not focused on it, but I really believe I missed my window. Like, I believe if I had asked her as soon as I met her, or like right around the time I would have had something. Dang. Cause that was like the first. That was like the first girl in my life I'd ever met whose actual name was actually Cynthia. What? Was, oh, yeah. I know, I'd never met a Cynthia before. That's crazy. Like, I've known a few, I, I've known quite a few. So I never met a girl named Cynthia to her. Which why? Which is most of the Cynthia's I've known have been like older women. So even what? They've been uh, people that were adults when I was a child, so. Oh, well, see, there, yeah. Yeah, that's the same thing. Like, you don't meet a Cynthia unless, um... oh, by the way, Damian Lillard is uh, rapping on, on TNT. Right oh, now. yeah. Dame Dollar. Also, the, uh, I think the Dark Contest is coming on. Yeah. I guess it's for later. Uh, but yeah, anyway, back to the story. So here's the thing, people. Here's a here's why this is real. At one point in our lives, we had somebody we really, really had a crush on. And then you finally worked up the courage, you know, with your friends behind you, like an offensive coordinator or, you know, kind of guiding you through it. And then all of a sudden, you got to ask them. You ask them, and what happens? They And not only are you asking in front of, for, in front of your friends, you're asking your friend of his or her friends. You know what I mean? Yes. It's forever. This is universal. You know, ladies, this is for you, too. You ever meet a guy who's like, you're not just asking him out for you in front of your friends. You're asking him out in front of his friends, however, whatever personality they have. And you're asking to see, okay, am I good? And you're <clears> looking, <throat> and when you ask him out, you're reading the room. And you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. When you're reading a room, you're looking at while you're talking. You're looking at everybody else's face to see how they're to see how they're taking taking in, you know, you standing there before you even ask the question. You ask the question, and shock happens. What happens? They say yes to whatever you ask them. You know, and it works out. Then internally, you're you're no, you break out into your shout dance. All right, so, and then, then, like I said, you ask them, they say yes. And you break out into your happy dance inside, on the inside, you know? You're running down the aisles, you're, you know, you're, uh, whatever your, ha- whatever your internal happy dance is, you're doing that. I'm doing backflips inside my head, but, because, only because I can't do backflips for real. Yeah. And then, all, and then, 
the day comes, you set a date and all that, then the day comes, and all of a sudden you find out, you arrive, you're looking in your best suit, your best dress, your best whatever you like to wear on dates, you know, maybe you have flowers, maybe you have a gift, whatever, but you show up only to realize that your spot has been taken by the one person that you hate. That is pretty much the story. That is pretty much what happened. And what do you do? You go home, you're heartbroken, you don't know how to feel. Now, some of you may just enact exact revenge. Y'all just go in there and just, just start wilding out on both of them. You know, that's how some people would do it. But in this case, our friend Otis, he saw it and he, oh my gosh, his heart, his face, bro, it was, it was, no, his face was heartbreaking, you know? It, it hurt me. Yeah. Like, is that often that WWE puts out a story that really touches you? Like, they, they had it with the Kofi Kingston story for WrestleMania. Yeah. They had it uh, with the stuff for NXT with Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. And now we're yeah. here. Yeah. Now we're with the here. Roman Reigns story. The it's not just WWE. It's the main roster WWE. You would expect something like this from NXT. You expect the storytelling or something like this from NXT. They've been... I, I have to give them credit. They have been... Uh, sometimes it's not all that great. I mean, you, you had the Rusev Lana thing. That was... Uh, there but some of the stuff now they've they've really slowed down and just started the really long term well maybe mind you this is coming from a guy and me who hasn't watched who doesn't really watch main roster wwe due to its its struggles uh, yeah yeah for lack of a better word i mean there's so much wrong with it but you know and it's it for somebody that's watching it on a regular I've been especially raw. I've been I enjoyed raw a lot more than I thought I would Monday. I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually pretty good. But uh, I, I have to say that they really are trying now, and this storyline really took over the entire night for me. I mean, the stuff with uh with Hogan and Bray hate hate Hogan all you want, but uh. Maybe it was because of Bray, but that segment was really good. It was because of Bray. I didn't watch the segment, but nobody nobody thinks anything of Hulk Hogan at this point. Hey, the only thing I can think of him is he's a racist. Exactly. Like, for real. Nobody. But back to this, like... He still calls me a nigger. If you felt like Otis, if you felt like Otis before, then that story is for you. Oh, yeah. You know... And mind you, I'm going to keep it a buck, but you, I have felt like Otis. You know, like I did determine to myself, you know, I'm going to ask this girl out. Then I find out, oh, actually, here's the worst part. You, you go to ask her and you find out, oh, my gosh, she has a boyfriend. I mean, that doesn't hurt as much because, like, oh, dang. Well, it right, doesn't cool. hurt, but at the same time, it's like. You know, I mean, it, it, it's like you know, you, you, you study, you did all the analysis. I'm like, oh, you know what, this could work. It's a paper so, cut. Maybe, well, maybe that's just me because I think that's how it's happened to me. Like, I go to ask a girl, say, hey, you know, you want to get whatever, and I say, oh, I have a boyfriend, and I say, ah, no, thank you for the heads up. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's like a paper cut compared to this 
just this straight dagger to the heart that we saw like, last night. As far as one of those things was like, she might as well have said, if that was going to happen, she either should have said no or told Otis to, she, she should have said no or like, like, like stood him up, like not showed up. To be fair, she didn't expect him to show up though. That is fair. No, that is the only defense I'll get, man. Now, have you seen anything from Mandy on social media recently since that night? Uh, I'm pretty sure whatever she would say is going to get hijacked by, uh, her being called a hoe. You remember, uh, you remember when they were, everybody was calling, uh, E. Torres a hosky? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. This is something different. This is, I don't think this is that. I, I don't think this is that because Eve, like, came out on TV and was like, because I don't remember Eve talking about Zach, like, the way Mandy was talking about Otis. Yo, funny thing. She did post something. What did she post? New YouTube video posted of our behind-the-scenes photo shoot between her and uh, Sonya Deville. Okay, wait, what happened? Uh, she just posted uh, a behind-the-scenes video with her and uh, Sonya. Sonya's oh. a whole snack, too, but, uh, you know, that'll never happen because... Uh, She's a lesbian. Well, they they, they kind of tested it with Liv and uh, with Liv and so, uh, with Liv Alana, which was just weird. But. That they didn't even follow through with that. That was just I don't know. But the first thing but I see up here is why, justice why, for Otis. Why, why they, you said they, but they're not. You don't think they're gonna follow with this? They're follow through with this? Because everybody is like, because I, I I was listening to JD for like the first time in a while, and JD was like had the idea of like. Whatever you do, don't break up heavy machinery. That's what you don't do in this situation. Okay? Like you oh, don't yeah. say, oh, it was, you don't pull the whole, it was me, Otis. It was me all along. You don't do that shit. <laughs> you don't pull the whole, it was me, Austin. You don't do that here. Oh, no. Because that'll make it worse. I, I, I feel like, even though I feel like Otis could hit, hit, Hold his own. I feel like Tucker will be left out. That's what I'm saying. Like if, if Just, that is the case, and Tucker, and it is a feud between the two of them, Otis is not what should naturally win the feud. I mean, because I mean? Otis is naturally. I feel like Otis is just naturally. I feel like people are drawn more to Otis than they are to Tucker in this situation. Right. Right. And it, it's it's no slight to Tucker, but Otis is just. It just, it's Over. Like, it's, like, uh, it's like Gabriel and uh, Gabriel. Gabriel, yeah, I'm calling him Gabriel because I hate his new name. Gabriel is like. You mean that short guy? <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't kill me. It's like Gabriel and Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, they're a great tag team. There's nothing wrong with them as a tag team. But then they decided to go with with uh, with Jordan, Jason Jordan doing the whole Kurt Angle son thing, which. Kinda wasn't bad because Jordan was still falling out till his injury, but like he was really like, starting to come to his own to it too. Huh? He was really starting to come to his own with it. Jordan? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't have as that's why I didn't have as much issue with it as I did as I as I would have because I'm like, well, I mean, he's still good. It's not like he's doing this and he's like wrestling bad matches. His matches were still great, you know. Well, the point is, is like he got separated from Gable. Not that they turned on each other, but he got separated from Gable, and then Gable became what we see him as now. 
when they could have just left him as a tag team because it was because it made sense. You know what I mean? Right. So, but that's why I think what happened to Tucker. Like, not that he'll become what Gable is, he'll just become irrelevant, you know? Oh, yeah. So they kind of need each other in, in that essence, you know? They need to keep them together. So, if anything, if anything, I want a couple things to happen. I want either heavy machinery to go in a, in a feud with... Um, with, because Tucker Tucker posted, he's like, oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm taking Dolph's head. That's what Tucker posted. You know, Dolph was being, you know, Dolph and said, I hope you had a happy Valentine's Day and all that. I haven't heard anything from Otis. So, you know, I don't know, but I hope there's a good payoff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. All, like this better not be like one night in Milwaukee because that was. That was horrible. I, I don't want to think was, about Milwaukee. That was like the last time we got our hopes up for a good storyline, and then there was no payoff. I don't want to think about it. Then again, I don't know. But to be fair, in WWE's events, what were we expecting? Were we expecting Lana to walk into that room and then to show them banging on national television? Is that really what we? Were we did get our hopes up for something crazy. The last time we, the last time they got that crazy, they got banned from the arena when they had that live sex celebration. I'm saying, I think, I think that's why. Oh, you're talking about with Angelina. Yeah, they got banned from that building for like years. But I'm saying, you think? I think that's what we were expecting. You know, is that what we were expecting? Yes. And uh, Paul Adams always told me, uh, it, it, when you expect things, is the perfect time to be uh, set up for failure, uh, set up for disappointment. Right, and I think that's what the case. Your case, oh, one night in Milwaukee, oh, Lana's gonna walk in there. And they're just going to get it on right on national television. Or, you know, at least prelude to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, prelude to it. And then when it's over, then the lights are going to go. Like, it's going to show them, like, getting closer and closer. And then the lights go out. You know what I mean? I feel like that's about the safest way you could have gone that without violating any sort of code. But then again, it's not Impact. Because, you know, Impact got themselves banned from television. Because, you know, Impact doesn't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, they got banned from uh, Twitch, didn't they? Yeah, they got banned from Twitch because after uh, one of the paper, after the most recent pay per view, Hard to Kill, uh, RVD had <laughs> it was funny. RVD had a well. Here's the thing. To be fair, it wasn't that. that granted, she was all Katie Forbes was all over him. All right, I'll give them that. But you know, it was like. It was like flowers were everywhere, and and she had she didn't have a shirt on, but she had those pasties. You know what I mean? Oh so Lord, yeah. That's porn. Yeah, straight porn. No, it wasn't. I, I, yeah, okay, it was. It, it was, was porn. Softcore, but porn nonetheless. It was because RVD was like every time you see RVD on Impact, Heavy Katie Forbes was like. He'll take breaks in the middle of his match just to make out with Katie Ford. Do you, RVD? Let me know. And that's all I got for sports. I feel bad for Otis. Hope he gets the pay. I hope he gets the just pay. The whole time I was looking, I was like, why can't the good guys? What's wrong? What What is wrong with society and giving the good guys their just due? 
you know, nice guys I always I have to finish last, man. You don't know, you ain't know. I know, but I'm just saying, like, why? Why is it in every situation good guys gotta finish last? Why? I wish I could tell you, dog. Cause I want my just do. Why every situation? Why every situation? Like, Maybe I should be a bad guy. Come on, man. You know it's impossible for us to be heels. You know this. Okay. I was someone else a bad guy at one point. I was a horrible boyfriend. Blank, blank, blank. And then she became a horrible girlfriend. Blank, blank, blank. Oh, let's talk about this real quick. So, for me to be so Juicy Smooye. Oh, do we have to get into this? Yes, because uh, I have to joke this guy. All right, very well. Go, go ahead. So, Juicy Smouye is indicted by a special prosecutor in Chicago on six counts. Six counts for lying to police about being the victim of a racist, homophobic attack. Nah, bro. He said they attacked because he was gay. Don't don't put racism in this. Uh, A year after similar charges were dropped. Uh, I think he's going down this time. Yeah, because I, I have no opinion. I don't care. I, I can care less, to be honest with you. I'm going to keep it above the shit. I can care less. I think it's weird, though, because they're, they're trying to arrest him for falsely accusing, basically falsely accusing these people of beating him up because he was gay and black. But here's the issue. Where's the same energy at when you got females lying on dudes saying they raped him, blah, blah, blah. Myron Rove, perfect example. Are, are they going to do the same thing for the, the, the woman that accused Myron Rove of raping her, raping her? Well, here's the thing about that. They get the, they get him, though. Like, when they get him, they get him. Like, for real. Like, if they, when they get him, they get, they get him hard. But they don't get, what they did, did they get her? Hold on, let me make sure I don't she. Know. That's what I'm saying. But that's the thing; they don't get everybody. See, they don't get everybody, which is BS. Like, right? You know, like, yeah, it's like, but it's the same thing. Literally, like this. And I hate going back to. I don't like. Okay, that's not true. I don't hate going back to. But think about it like this: if the Punisher goes after a certain rapist, right? I'm pretty sure, I'm 90% sure somewhere else there's a rapist doing just as bad as the one the Punisher's going after. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, you know, it's the same thing with the, it's, it's similar taste, you know. If one, if they catch one person, one female, accused, falsely accusing a guy of rape, and they punish him, somewhere else there's another female doing it, and not that she's getting off, but it goes unnoticed. Until it gets noticed. So, I don't know what to tell you. I don't like, I, not that I don't like it. Well, I don't like it, you know. I don't like the fact that there are people who, who uh, can't get away with stuff like that, you know. I don't like the fact that they, well, even though this is a better argument to make, I don't like the fact that there are people who think they can rape and get away with it. No, it's so much that you could, like, yeah, you got people that are 
that, that, that they do get away with it. And then you have people that are in jail now for something that they didn't even commit. Yeah. I mean, we just had, we just had the whole issue in the eighties with the, uh, with the five boys up in, um, Central Park. I'll I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. In the 1930s, and oh my gosh, I I was looking at this article yesterday. In the 1930s, there were these nine boys, nine black teenage boys, got falsely accused of raping two white women. All of them, well, all of them are dead right now, as as far as I remember. All of them are dead, but like one of them, like the prosecution, they went through so many trials. So many trials. They, of course, naturally they face jail time because, you know, being black in the 30s, you get accused of, of doing anything to a white woman. You're either going to be dead or you're going to be in jail and eventually dead. But there were people who believed, like, there's no way these boys did them. And one of them was one of the victims. Who the, the alleged victims who came out and was like, yeah, these guys didn't do this, and was advocating to get them all set free. That was in the thirties, so it ain't like this is getting old. Oh no, no, no! This is no, this is old. It is very. Old. This is this, you, yeah, you you can always bring up the Emmett Till situation. Yeah, or. You could do what the classic literature to kill a mockingbird. Right. The guy was, he had a dead, was his left or right arm? One of his arms was like useless. And he got accused of raping a white woman. And in the movie, in the movie, it's more infuriating because you look in the woman's face and she's lying like hell. Right. <laughs> like she lied like hell. I don't know if you've seen that movie, the old movie of To Kill a Mockingbird. Have you? Uh, a while ago. Okay, well, if you look at her face, you remember her face in the courtroom. She started to lie. No, she got, She realized she got caught in her lie. Then doubled down on it. And doubled down on it by use of emotion and tears. Hey, and when you start you lying, you got, to, you got to continue to lie to get your way out. To keep, to keep. I know, and then what made it even funnier was that but not funnier, but when I found when later, it sounds like, like Alex Finch got a phone call and said, hey, uh, yeah, the guy just defended in court. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead because he tried to run. Mm. I'm like, well, I mean, he didn't do it. So <laughs> he didn't do it. He literally proved he didn't do it. So. Right. So. Um. Let's see. But in just but in juicy in juicy Smollier's case, you make your bed, you lie in it. Oh yeah. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Um can we can we I was trying to avoid this because I don't like talking about him. Uh I do like how talking about uh uh President Obama, however, because this man was uh was at the All Star game at the All Star weekend. He uh, appeared to the rising uh, at the rising stars he encountered Zion Williamson, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, all those guys. And um, and if you look on Clinton Yates, Anthony, I want you to do me a favor. Go on uh, Twitter and look up Clinton Yates, Clinton Yates on, um, on Twitter. He has a thread 
for Obama's uh, <laughs> Obama's dap hands, his Obama's dap uh, dap breakdown, like how he <laughs> how Obama daps up people. There's a he has a detailed breakdown of it. So wait, he, so what? So the SNL thing will like brought to life. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I yeah. see it now. But it's like, but it's, but it, but it's like more Trey Young. It's more, um, but it's a, it's a detailed breakdown of like, see, you see how he does this, and I was like, yeah, that's, it's, it's the fun, it's one of the funniest things I've ever read. It's on Twitter. Do yourself a favor and look that up. I found so it, so I'm gonna go check that out later on. I see the way he's dapping up Trey Young now. Like talking about, I don't like talking about. 45 because there's all the Washington Post came out and said with an article that said apparently uh, kids are way more impressionable than we think because even though they've always been impressionable, oh, yeah. even more impressionable to like openly express their racism now because the president is. Well, I'm sorry. 45, he's not the president. He's, he's a dick. The dictator is. That's what he is. He's a dictator. And I don't think he knows the difference between the two. I think I think part of that is, and and he might he might have a role in it, but it goes back to home. What what is going on at home? Well, I know I, I understand that, but I'm saying it there's that too, you know what I mean? But because usually when you I I really believe this. If a child is showing these racist tendencies, it really says to me that there there's some racist tendencies that are being taught at home. Because you can teach your child while watching the things that he's doing and say, okay, look, this is not how you treat somebody. Right. That that if, 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 as a parent, seeing the way he treats people, seeing the way he talks about people. That that should be the perfect teaching moment for you as a parent saying, look at the way he's doing this. That is not how you address people. You you don't call people names just because they disagree with you. It, it is okay to disagree with somebody's lifestyle. We're probably going to talk about the disagreement of somebody's lifestyle in a few minutes. But even though you disagree with that person's lifestyle, you don't go out and publicly shame them. You don't go out and call them crazy or stupid. And you don't you don't you don't tear somebody down just to build yourself up. That's not how you that's not how you progress as an adult. The only thing he hasn't done that would really be over the edge, he hasn't like Try to wipe out an entire people, like literally, like have an entire people. That's what dictators do. Well, dictators that's not going to happen. Like if dictators really don't like somebody, they'll make him disappear. That's the one thing he hasn't done yet. Oh, that's definitely not happening. No, I know. I'm saying if it does, I know for a fact that there are people going to be like, well, they had to come. Especially this day and age. If, if, if he decides that you know what, I'm going to take, I'm going to make all these people disappear. This certain group of people disappear from like, like this area. There will be 
a small group. I don't know how many people. There will be a group of people who will be like, I have no problem with that. I mean, you it's hateful people out there. I mean, the KKK is still at large. You still have white nationalists. You, there's so many different hate groups out there. And to be honest with you, I mean, to an extent, they're able to do what they do as long as they're not causing chaos. The KKK is allowed to exist. But it's a civil unrest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not unrest. It's like, it's an internal thing. Like, if, if something like this is going on in my house, I, I'm going to have it. Well, maybe it's because I'm me, you know, and I'm the color I am, that I'm going to take issue with. You know? I guess I'm the type of person that says, look, I don't care what you are. Just leave me alone. You you can hate me all you want to, but as long as you leave me alone, I'm not gonna bother with you. You you can come out and say you're racist, you can walk out in your hoods. I'ma just look at you like, okay, you're cool. What's next? Because at that point it doesn't it, it, it you, you don't you don't put fear into my heart. There's a there's a real good chance that I may be a, a descendant of Nat Turner, but who do I know? Yeah, I'm a Turner, so there, there there's that. And from what I've heard, they came from a similar area where he was at. But my grandmother, she was a uh, unsung hero within the civil rights movement. It, this this stuff is not it doesn't bother me to stand in the face of a racist and know that you don't like me because I'm black. Why, why, why am I going to be bothered by... I, I don't know. Maybe it, it was at a certain point in life. I remember that about you. I know you're not afraid. Yeah, I saw you in middle school. Did you get ISS one time for that? I got ISS a lot in middle school, man. No, I'm saying, I think you got ISS because in PE... Some fat pat sack of shit named Jimmy Gillian. I'll never forget this fucker. Called you, called you a fucking, called you an N word in uh, in the gym in front of everybody. I've been called N word by non blacks for a while, so I'm not worried. No, I'm saying no. I would say I remember this one particular incident in middle school. You remember Mr. Ben, right? Yeah. Jala? I used to he joke was, with him. He heard it and was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I think like both y'all got sent to ISS. Or something. Hey, I, I, I forget. I, I I was in ISS at least once a month, so it it probably happened. <laughs> I, I I was I was always in ISS. Yeah, no, also, no, this one happened. This one happened. This I remember vividly. I remember this vividly. I, I got I was sitting in ISS for something some issue I had with Nate. Rest in peace. But uh, yeah. Oh, oh Nate, wait. You're talking about Nate. Uh, Bird. Bird, yeah. Oh God, I missed that guy. Dang, dang. He, he, we, we kind of got cool at, at like after we graduated, everything. Like we, we kind of like we had our moments. Yeah, well, as long as you put it like, as long as you put it to bed before you left, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I, look, I, I have no issue with anybody at this point. If you come up to me, I'm going to treat you with respect. That, that's that's just my that's just my thing. I had, it was a lot of people I had issues with in high school. If you come up to me now, I'm like, yo, what's up? I mean, 
it's all it's all love with me now. I I I don't hold grudges for anything. Yeah, there's no more room for that. All right. All right. So let's look at this uh situation that uh you sent me a video of the uh, uh Chisel the Diners was uh yes. making a, a commentary on this Texas stripper. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. So she's Chisel the Donuts is hilarious. If you're not listening or subscribe, if you're not following him, if you're not subscribed to him, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. Very hilarious. So this was in Texas and she was on a 15 foot pole. Falls like fits like mankind off the hell in a cell fall. It was actually about the same height, if you really think about it, because back in the day, the cell was 15 feet. So, so yeah, this is a mankind hell in a cell fall. It is literally. And she can after falling, she continues to dance. Yes. She's without tw- missing a beat. Without, without missing, a beat. missing a beat, and she it comes out. She hits the floor. She doesn't get KO'd or nothing. She just turns over. She lands, turns over, and starts going. So this is an article that I found on it. So in Dallas, a Texas stripper who fell in a viral video over the weekend is now saying she's okay despite numerous injuries. Oh, that's a blessing. So, uh, the stripper identified as G Jania has since posted a video from her account. In the video, Jania shows the chips. She chips some teeth and needed stitches on her chin and talks about all the injuries she suffered. However, she claims she is okay despite having a hard time. This is her words. I pretty much broke my jaw and I have to have surgery on it tomorrow, which was Monday. Jania said in the video, I broke some teeth and I got a sprained ankle. But aside from I got some stitches, but aside from that, I'm good. I have no broken limbs. I walked away myself. I got up right after it happened. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> clearly. She didn't just get up. She started dancing. She was still twerking at that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And before we go any further, look, I don't want to get it twisted. We're not making fun of this poor girl. We're not. That's what we're not doing. But. What is but like? Cause if that's she, if that's do what you gotta do. Cause you know I'm all for hell. I might if I ever if I'm ever in Texas, I want to go to where that is. Yeah, I said it. Hey, look, you look. I I have no problem with hey. If that's your hustle, make your hustle. Get your money. I don't. It, it you you making your money. Like what's that? What's that song by Usher? I don't mind. Sorry, I don't get out of here, dog. I forgot about that song. <laughs> Yay! Okay, Dwight. Uh, who's who's winning, by the way? Uh, I have not watching. I just saw the highlight. Okay. The highlight just yeah, posted up on my phone. I'm gonna look at that later. So, yeah, I'm gonna watch I'm it later. I, I did see that uh, the winner of the. Who won the three point? Do you know who won the three point? Buddy. Buddy Hill. Who? Buddy Hill. Oh, they got a white man in the dunk contest? Okay. Yeah, Pat, his name's Pat Connaughton. He did a white man can't jump dunk? <laughs> can he really dunk, though? Being honest. Yeah, I 
Hold on, I'm watching. I'm watching this first. I'm, I guess this is his first dunk. Oh, he got some bunnies. All right, back back to the uh, back to the real. So yeah. Uh, Anyway, what, what, what does the article say? So pretty much, she she just sprained the ankle, chipped some teeth, uh, broke her jaw. So I mean, if that is just minor injuries to you, then turn up, right? Because I know for me, that's a lot of money to be paid off. Yeah, well, I mean, it ain't like she can't afford it. I'm pretty sure she can afford it. I mean, she's in a pretty big city. Uh, getting. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's getting good money for uh, twerking and uh, stripping. Tips and all that. No. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've seen some of the backstage videos of uh, strippers, and they're like literal, not figurative, literal bags of money on the floor. Oh yeah. Oh, they they don't they don't do this stuff for cheap. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, no, they they ain't suffer. That's for sure. Um, it was something else I saw up here that, uh, do we need to talk about this? Uh, yeah, let's talk about it. So, Dwayne Wade and his wife, Dwayne Wade Wade and Gabby Union have, uh, come out and said that, uh, their child, uh, once known as Zion, is now a a female oh a girl, and her name will be now Zaya. Yes. Um, this is interesting because psychologically, is known that the brain doesn't develop until you're around twenty five years old. Yeah, that's that's what really bothers me about this whole thing. And look, I, I'm not I'm not here to bash him. Look, if that's his decision, who 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 am I to judge? Right, and I get that. Trust me, I do. But I mean, shoot, we, we, we the wrestling world is having their own controversy dealing with uh the letter T. Yeah, and we're not going to get into that. I mean, we're we're going to leave that for uh for another another story, but. Like like I've said up here before, I personally know a transgender woman, well, tra- transgender man now. I actually do too because I just saw it last year. And look, we've been cool since we've been cool since I actually met her sometime between fifth grade and sixth grade. And I've always known her to be a uh, very masculine female. Even before yeah. she trans, even before she uh, she made her transition into uh, becoming a a boy, a man. So it never really, it, it never really, it was never really a big deal. I mean, we were cool. Yeah, we we were in Spanish class. We we were in band. We marched together for a few years. She we had band. plenty of different classes well, together. She played flute. He well, he played flute. We want to. Uh, we want to use the right pronouns. What else did he play? What else did he play? Uh, I want. I want to say he was in drumline. Uh, towards the end of. Uh, I, I want to say he was in drumline his uh senior year. Because I remember when he played the flute in middle school. 
Yeah, he played. He was. He was playing flute. No, no, he was on flute for the rest of, uh, in high school too, in marching band. I mean, I remember in middle school he was playing flute because uh, he was like his brother. His brother played uh, saxophone. She made that transition over there. But yeah, like she, he, he, like if I if I if I DM'd right now, I mean it, it'd be all cool as all. I mean I have no problem with it. Like I said, I may not agree, but in my disagreements, I know there's one word that trumps all that, and it's called respect. And that's what it all comes down to. One one thing that's really bugged me is that what what has always been the two things that we've always been told that we shouldn't have conversations about? Uh, homosexuality. Well, no, 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 on a broad scale, on a broad scale. Oh, um, two main topics that you shouldn't talk about with people. Uh, suicide and. Uh, Gender. I was going to say politics or religion. Ah, close, close. So it's always been this whole thing of you shouldn't talk about politics or religion with people. And my question, my I've always been like, why? I like, I hate politics, but I like talking politics to other people because I I have this weird fascination with having debates. I, I like debating. I, I like talking to people that just we have totally different ideas on how things are supposed to be because I can respect the fact that you have your own opinion. I'll respect you more if you have your own opinion than you not having it. And so like I had a whole I had a whole debate on Facebook with one of my boys and like I said before, the next day we Walked up on each other and dapped each other up, and we're cool as if we didn't have a whole debate the day before. It's like it's respect. It's all respect. You can have. You should be able to. And this is where the issue is because I feel like it isn't. People don't have that respect of difference of opinion to where you can't. You can't say, well, one person would be like, well, I don't feel, I still don't feel like same-sex marriage is right. As soon as you say that, you're you're a bigot. The, these words are coming, like, as soon as you say that, as soon as you disagree with something, you're a bigot, you're a homophobe, you're, you're a transphobe. And they throw these words around where you, people, people always want to preach tolerance until they can't tolerate your difference of opinion. Literally. That's, that's what got us in the mess we're in right now. Exactly. He's like, oh, we, we need to be tolerant. But as soon as somebody comes out with a different opinion of yours, you 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 forget about all that tolerance you've been preaching about this whole time. We want to be tolerant. We want to be tolerant. We want to be tolerant until... Until it, uh, some people, it gets in their own house. You know what I mean? Right. And the per- the they're perfect example. They're all good with it until they're all good with it until uh, 
it gets in their house. They're like, no, well, well that, that's where you get what the ther- that's where you get the therapy. Oh, right. Conversion therapy and all that. As as soon as something that you don't agree with, you 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 lose all tolerance. Exactly. And, and that's and, and the perfect example is the LGBT uh, somebody within the LGBTQ plus community. They obviously are pro gay rights, pro trans rights, this, that, and third. Somebody comes to them and says, "Look, with all due respect, I, I don't agree with your ideologies." And then you immediately attack them saying, well, you're a homophobe, you're a transphobe, you're a bigot, you're this, that, and the third. Bro, just because I don't agree doesn't mean I can't respect you as a person. And even in the classroom, one of the things that the, that one of the things that is a that we look at uh, within the civics class, one of the responsibilities of a citizen is to respect other people's opinions. And this is something that I, I I don't see how, and this goes back to your our conversation about the uh about the kids and the name calling. How can we as adults expect kids to understand that it's okay to disagree, but you need to uh, to respect other people's opinions if we can't do it ourselves as adults? Um, we. It's weird because especially especially politicians, they become adults and kids at the same time. All right, and because I am looking at some of the oldest kids I've ever seen. No, did you see the the State of the Union address that 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 whole saga? Yeah, that was nothing but petty kid foolishness, like middle school, elementary school foolishness. Like seven-year-old kids in there. Like, pre- the like what Trump, Trump, like doesn't shake her hand. That she has to rip the paper up on TV. I'm like, bruh, how old are we? Like him or not? Like, bro, this is this is not how we should be. This is not what our kids should be looking at right now because you. You feel like he's wrong. You feel like she's wrong. So now you got to be sitting here having this little kitty fight on national television where millions of people are watching you. The whole country, not even the whole country, the whole world is watching this. And they're like, look at these guys. And then and then we expect our kids to to be different. Bro, I don't I don't know, I don't know if anybody said this. To anybody, but do as I say, do as I say, not as I do doesn't work. You can't you can't tell your child to do something and then you turn around and do the exact opposite and expect him to do what you say do. Like kids are very impressionable. Very impressionable. I see it on a daily. I see this every single day I clock in. This this is my life. I, I see the way that they they look for approval. If, if there's one thing I've realized about kids, they want to know that they're doing right. And if they're and, and when you go when you come for them, they they sometimes they'll get in the feelings about it. 
But when, when they're doing right, they want to know, hey, you're doing fine. And, and I, I, I know that because that's how I was. I used to hate being chewed out for something I did wrong when it was like, and and, and then in my head it was like, seems like every single time I'm doing something right, it's like it's being ignored. But as soon as I do something wrong, it's just magnified. And I'm pretty sure you've been in that situation. I feel like everybody that's been, I feel like everybody's had that moment. Yeah, I've been there. And it just seems like everything that you do wrong just is made out to be a bigger deal than what you're doing right. And you you know you're doing more right than you're doing wrong. But as soon as you do something wrong, it's like, oh, I can't do nothing right. I'm about to, I'm about to lose my job. Now, oh, the man I do something wrong, oh, I'm about to lose your job. And that's frustrating. And I know it. I've been there. The time is 25 minutes after the hour. Thank you. Oh, you must be pulling up to work now, huh? So what? You pulling up to work now? Yeah, I just got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's just... So, I, I think that's something that we really have to work on. As a, as a country as a whole... Just the, the toleration of the difference of opinions. It's okay to, uh, I forget who, one of the classrooms that I, I walked into, they said, I forget, I forget exactly what it said, but it was like, respect isn't agreeing with everything somebody says. It's knowing, it's understanding that you can disagree. It's okay to disagree. Everybody's not going to agree with my mindset. Everybody's not going to agree with what you think. It's okay to still have a traditional marriage mindset. It's okay to believe that men. It's so it's okay because at the end of the day, you have your own opinion. I have mine, and I'm going to respect you for it. I don't mean to, I don't mean to cut you off. I know we're at a good point, but they're in the final round of the dunk contest, and Aaron Gordon and Derrick Jones Jr. are going at it. Oh, word! It's, um, it's in the final round, and both of them have been getting fifties for like the last three dunks. So, oh man, Superman's out. Yeah, Superman is out. Pat Connaughton's out. Everybody else is out. Aaron Gordon's the only one left. Aaron Gordon is always in the top. Is always in the finals at this point. Yeah. Like, have they been actually, like, legit good dunks? Yeah, they've been good. They've been good. I mean, I mean, they're, enough to get, they're good enough to get 50s. I mean, like I said, I don't play basketball, so I don't know what a good dunk is. But, I mean. I, I don't know. I've always felt like the dunks can be kind of repetitive, though, at this point. Well, I mean, yeah, because most of them are just doing, like, like he, uh, Aaron Gordon just grabbed Chance the Rapper for, like, the third time. But uh, Everybody's dunking over everybody now. But they're still getting 50s, you know what I mean? So, I mean. Where everybody is able to just like it, it's it's nothing now to just like do a dunk over somebody. Yeah. Like I need somebody to dunk over Yao Ming. Dwight did pull out the Dwight did pull out the um the, the Superman. Yeah, I saw the Superman, he had the twenty four over it. Which I, I noticed that they're gonna name the uh MVP uh trophy after Kobe Bryant. That for who is it also MVP? Yes. Yeah. They are the <laughs> Was there anything else that we need to uh, get to today? Um, 
Let me get on this trans. Here's the thing about this. I remember what you were saying about about the fact that the Borella until 25, correct? Yeah. So, and when I say that, oh, and Aaron Gordon just got another 50, by the way. Uh, so Easily. they're still tied. So Aaron Gordon and, and, and Joe Jr. are still tied. So, um, here's my thing with this. I don't, here's my, I don't, it's not an issue. It's not an issue. All right, don't get it twisted. It is not an issue. My biggest question is, it always has been. It uh, it always has been is what is how do how does the child know that this is the way they want to live their life? You know what I mean? Must have been something crazy though. I just heard my dad go, "Oh, but uh." That is a really good question, though, because, like... That, that's really what's bothering me, because I'm like... I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, it's like, I get it. I ain't got no beef with it. If that's how you want to live your life, that's cool. That's fine. But what bothers me is, like, how do you... Like, you're at an age... You're at an age where... Like, you can change your mind quickly. I know for a fact when I was, like, 12, I changed my mind from what I wanted to do, like, a bunch of times between 12... I couldn't make up my mind. Between 12 and 25, I was doing, like... I said I wanted to do, like, so many things uh, for a career path. No. I was 12, I'm like, oh, I want to be a preacher. And later, I was like, oh, I want to be a football player. And later, I was like, "Well, I want to. Ooh, I think I might want to be a doctor." Then I was like, "Oh, let me go back into preaching." Then I was like, "Oh, then I, then I want to be like." Now I'm like, "Oh, let me just ride this podcasting thing out." You know what I mean? Right. I'm 26. I want to be a pro wrestler. It was like all that. I'm 26, and I finally now just figured out. Like, I'm now stuck on a hairstyle. You know how many you you know me long enough to see how many different hairstyles I've had. Since you yes, since you I know have. me, I have too many, right? Yes. And now I'm now I'm at the point now, 26 years old. I just started my lock process the day before my 26th birthday. Oh, uh, today is the if it's tomorrow. Tomorrow will be my four month. So by the time most of y'all are hearing this, it will be my four month for. Me, my my four month lock. So, I think for me, and and that again, that goes back to the the brain full of developing. I I know for me, I've always been an indecisive person. So it is weird. It's very very weird because like you kind of want your like I can understand like you want your child to feel comfortable with what where where they are, but. At the same time, you do you got some in, in a lot of cases you kind of don't know. But then again, we've had people like like we said, our our friend now. We we've we've seen this from a mile away with with him. So it, it's it's very it's very weird. 
Because even now... Here, dude, let me... Here, carry on. I'll be, I'll, I'll be back to, like, a couple of minutes. All right. So, like, now, like... Thinking back when I when we were kids, I, I don't remember seeing a lot of the open openness in sexuality when it came to the kids at our age. And now, with it being twenty twenty, you're seeing a lot more of the openness, even at a younger age. So. It's very weird to see, but Lord have mercy. My, obviously, my mother loves the dunk contest every year, but I, I feel like the – and I think a lot of it had to do with the scrutiny of the unsureness of how family, friends, and even – people that just are around react and now it is it, it seems to be a lot more normal it, it's it's been like uh society is more accustomed to seeing it you, you're seeing it everywhere you're seeing it in your cartoons now you're seeing it in movies tv shows some of your celebrities heck my cousin my cousin wanda sykes a very famous comedian lesbian she's married to a woman up out in california so you you see it now and it's i mean e even now with so many musicians i mean lil nas x uh and now even zaya wade is uh is somebody that's there now uh caitlin jenner all right we're back what about caitlin jenner i was just talking about all the people that are out now and it, i think it, it's become where I think a lot of people now are feeling more comfortable with it, and that's why you're seeing more people out now than you saw when we were younger. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the one thing I will say. I at first, at first, I had my because uh, here's the one thing I will say about Caitlyn Jenner. I didn't think there was anything. Maybe it's because I'm not I'm I don't, I'm not there and I don't know, but I thought like what was the longest time like I don't see what is courageous about what what she did in coming out. You know what I mean? I mean from from the outside looking in, I guess you could see that, but I know that I'm saying that's the thought I have. But then I'm like I kind of changed like all right, whatever. <laughs> However, I did feel like. You know, there was. I don't think it deserved an SB. I wouldn't say an SB worth. I wouldn't say SB worth yeah, either. That's what I, I think. That's what killed me. It's like wait, 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 wait. Because I thought about like all the other things that were happening around that time. I was like, wait a minute. You're gonna give the SB to this? You know, like, like it, I mean, for. for, for it, yeah, I would say that like it's a, it's a curve because you got to, you got to remember at this time it was still nothing for somebody to really come at you. I mean, cyberbullying is still a big thing now. I mean, just look at the stuff so going on with uh Gail Gail King right now and uh, woo Gail King. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, uh, I won't say this about cyberbullying, and I, and I don't care because you know. 
I don't care. But kids, if you cyberbully, you're a coward. You heard it here first. I mean, you heard it here first. Y'all can come at me all you want. Like for real, y'all can blow up my mentions. I, 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 you can find me out, out on Twitter at, at IPBL, IPBELL94 on Twitter. You know, if y'all want to at me about this, oh, why are you coming after kids? The kids don't deserve it. They don't know what they're doing. If you're a kid and you're cyberbullying, you're, you're a coward. Teach your kids not to cyberbully. Yo, speaking of cyberbullying, y'all, be aware of you, what your kids are doing because. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that cyberbullying is still a thing now, and, yes. and a lot a lot of drama starts through through the internet. Yep. Go ahead. It was face to face. Like it was because somebody said something about you. Somebody said something about somebody, and they went to confront and say, "Is it true you said this?" And he's like, "Man, I said it," and then. All of a sudden, y'all either fight, y'all either let it go, or y'all just like just ignore it. Well, you gotta remember when we were coming up, social media wasn't really. I mean, we had MySpace. We had MySpace. And, like we came up like at the beginning of social media, so we kind of yeah. were like also, half and half. We also came up at the beginning of cell phones. Yeah, so we kind of had half and half. We saw some of the see your face stuff. A lot of drama did start like between person person, but now a, a lot of drama really, if it doesn't start through the cellular devices, it it carries through. Yeah. So you you'll leave, you'll leave, and then everything will just like really build up, and then it'll bleed into the next day, and it just really it really just like hurts everything. So it's really important that we are concerned with, and this is me talking and, and making my mental notes for the day I do have children because I joke, I joke all the time that I don't want to have kids, but I want to have kids. I know you don't, Isaac, so I understand. So this is not for you. Wait a minute, what? Didn't you say you don't want kids? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, that's why I said this. This has nothing to do with you. No, I was about to say. Apparently, Aaron Gordon was robbed of the dunk contest again. Hang on, hang on. That's a fifty. Well, that's yeah, what we're yeah, most. Gordon, so Gordon, Aaron Gordon dunked over uh, Taco Fall. You know how? Big Bro, what? Yeah, Aaron Gordon dunked over Taco Fall and got a forty-seven. And I was just saying, somebody just dunked over Yao Ming. I didn't even think of Taco. Yeah, he got a he got a he got a forty seven, and um, I think I'm trying to figure out what what what's the name got what uh what uh what did Jones get? Jones got like he got three tens and a, and two fives. What is that? Three tens is tens. Thirty. That's forty. And uh, what's the name got a got a here? Let me let me verify so I don't so I'm not out here burying. All these people. So I'm not burying this dude, but uh, uh Ch- oh, Chadwick Bozeman is at the uh, is at the uh, is at the All Star game. So yo, everybody uh, goes to the All Star game, even though the game tomorrow probably won't be as entertaining. It's gonna be high scoring though, if you like that kind of stuff. I mean, half the game is gonna be them shooting uncontested three point shots. 
Yeah, I'm seeing it now. Aaron, Aaron Gordon got robbed twice. SMH. Uh, Aaron Gordon has been robbed twice in the duck contest. The first two things, that's the first two things I see on my Facebook as soon as I open up it. Open it up. Aaron, Ro- Aaron Gordon got robbed again. Aaron Gordon got cheated again. This it's every it's just straight down my timeline. We're trying to see what the score was, though. Trying to see what Derrick Jones got. That's what I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see what Derrick Jones got. No, if you dunk over Taco Fall, that should be that should just automatically win it for me. For those who do not know, Taco Fall is like seven feet seven, seven feet six. He's seven five. Close enough, seven five. For a person seven five, I had to break my neck to look at you. Okay, so Chadwick Boseman was judging the duck cause. Dwayne Wade, Common, Candace Parker, Chadwick Boseman, and Scotty Pippen were the. Uh, First of all, why is Common and Chadwick Boseman dunk, judging a dunk contest? Uh, well, Common, to be fair, Common was in the All-Star game, the celebrity All-Star game last night, and he got MVP. Okay, so okay, we, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of uh, excuse Common, but Chadwick? Uh, celebrity name. Come on, man. You know how it goes. If anything, they put J. Cole there as somebody who has some basketball. Does Chadwick Boseman have basketball experience? I don't know. I, I know Cole does. I mean, two chains. Uh, Quavo? Uh, well, Quavo was in. I don't know. Here, I'm going to send this. You sound like a robot. We're going to do this via did phone call next time. Did you see that picture I sent you of Jordan Grace? Yeah. Did, did you see the picture I sent you of Jordan Grace? In the, in the, in the, red, uh, the red bikini? Yeah. Yeah, Jonathan Gresham got himself a 10, bro. He got himself a Ty Dillinger? Huh? He got himself a Ty Dillinger? Yes, he got himself a Ty Dillinger. By the way, I'm not doing a WrestleCon this year. You're not? I'm going to inform you of that. No, uh, due to uh, the fact that WrestleCon is in the middle of the semester. Oh, dang. Yeah, so if I wasn't going to school, I'd definitely go, but but I kind of need the money this time around. I'm trying to get a new car. How about that? No, I need. Uh, I got some yeah. things to fix up. I, I still need to get uh, my stereo, get a stereo uh, installed into my vehicle, so on top of everything else I need to do. So, yeah. But, um... Oh, yeah. Uh, what is the score for that damn thing, though? He hits you up now, man. If you don't get in here, who? Breon just hit us up, like saying, "What happened to the show?" Get in here, chump. No, I just hit him up. I just hit Ring on his thing to get him in here. You don't get in chump? here, chump. Like we've been sitting here this whole time waiting for your input, woman. Like, oh so, my. Uh, what do you say? What? You know what? This chump. Tell us why I can't come in now, Heffa. 
But um, I'm trying to find these scores for this game for for what he got though. Did you did you see the whole thing on Gail King? Yeah, I uh, I I have no comment. I I got nothing. I don't know why she had to like. <laughs> no, you had all that time while he was alive. What Lisa Leslie said about it is, mind you, she's a woman. You know, she she said what she's. If anybody, if there's anybody in the from the LA basketball community who, when they say something like it should be like that, should be the end of it. It's Lisa Leslie. Can we agree on that? Yeah. All right. Look. Glad we agree. It's for real. Like for real. Lisa Leslie played for the Sparks, which were like, I guess, they're like they're they're the, they're the uh, Lakers for the WNBA Lakers because they have the same colors and all that. But it's like Lisa Leslie is a pillar in that community in the LA basketball community, so and they were really sure. close. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's like the fact that she said, uh, I don't think it should have an impact on his legacy. I'm like, I would have, if I was Gail King, I would like, no, let's move on. <laughs> For real. Like, if I was Gail King and Lisa Leslie told me that, I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, oh, it shouldn't have an impact on his legacy? No, good. Let's move on. Let's move on. And it was like, we just had this conversation last year. Uh, we, were doing, we, were doing, we were doing a podcast through uh, Facebook Live. And the whole thing came out when he was uh, nominated for his Oscar. Remember, we remember having that conversation, right? Yeah, which he totally deserved that Oscar. He deserved deserved it, and people were trying to they they were putting out petitions trying to get him to uh, get him disqualified from the Oscar. Blah blah blah. Where were you during that time period? You could have been had that conversation. He did the same thing with Vic. This year for the Pro Bowl. You have all this time to have these conversations with this man to to get his mind to get where he's setting it with it and his legacy. Now that the man is dead, everybody wants to say, well, uh, you know, uh, he was a, a alleged rapist, like <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna hold something that was allegedly like we're we're holding something that could or could not have happened over his head. You know what? No, you know what I want to see. Even though we're not going to see the same energy, you know what we should do? We as a black community, when somebody, when somebody of, when somebody of distinction in the in the Caucasian community passes away, we should just raise up all manner of hell against them. Like, that won't go over well. <laughs> that won't go over well. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, it doesn't go over well now when they do it does, but they don't give a shit now, do they? You know, you know, you know the crazy thing. What? I was watching the Michael Vick, um, the second part of the Michael Vick documentary with my little sister, well, my only sister, uh-huh. and at the end of it, I looked at her and said, "You know, it's gonna be crazy." What? When Michael Vick, when Michael Vick's time comes, you thought it was bad with Kobe. Yeah. Wait yeah. for his time. You saw how it was just with him being named a captain for the Pro Bowl. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. It is going to be a mess. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm going to have the same energy for both. Because I'm going to be like, man, that dude could ball. That's how I'm going to look at it. That's how it, he- is, for both. That's how it is for me. Like, that's just me. 
I look at this, I look at both Kobe and Michael Vick, and I look at it as like, those dudes can ball <clears throat> in their respective sports. You know? And it's, it's, it's the people, the, the way people are trying to make it seem like it's like he was doing this stuff like right before he died. It, it wasn't like this didn't happen when we were in 2000, what, 2003? Yeah. Again, I didn't know who you were that when this was going on. Yeah. I was in Portsmouth. You were somewhere. Hey, you know the one person <laughs> I heard that. I think has managed to, he's suffered, but still managed to, like, retain his position. It's Tiger Woods. No, he's going to get it, too. I don't care. No, no, no. no. I, 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 I believe you, but think about this. Tiger went through what he went through, right? The DUIs, the, you know, the cheating on his wife, the sexual addiction, whatever, all that. And then... Then he disappeared for a while. You know what I mean? Right. But Tiger did something that nobody else really did. He disappeared. Now, granted, he's in a sport where he can afford to do this. But he disappeared. And the thing about golf is if you don't have a... Golf is a very... Not stale. It's very stale sports. But if you don't have somebody with personality to really grab onto in golf, you're not gonna you're not gonna enjoy it. Oh no, no, no. So I can't even watch golf because it's boring. No, no, no. But here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. But the thing about Tiger is like when Tiger was playing, when Tiger was gone all those times, people were missing him. Oh yeah. Tiger had this way of like when he was gone, people were like wondering when is he coming back. People were asking when he was coming back, and that is knowing what he's gone through. They're going through like because he had on ESPN, he came out and was like, "I'm a you know I have a I apologize to all my fans, all this other stuff. I have a very serious addict, sexual problem, and all this other shit." And he's like, and then he was gone for a while, and people were like. Yo, it's because he's not black. When is he coming back? You know, he had a way to make everybody. And let's be fair, golf is not a. It's not a black man's game. I mean, he's not a black man either, according to him. <sighs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean, he said himself he's Cablasian. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's that OJ. So he, so he's not black. He's tiger. Yes, pre- pretty much. The point is, the point is, even regardless, like let, let's call it face value. I'm talking about a face value. A face value. He had being the color he is, being his skin color. That's what I mean. The skin color. He had the ability to make a whole entire plant community of people, and let me be blood, an entire community of white people miss this guy. That's insane to me. 
you have an entire comedian. I'm not talking about forking the world over. Like people in Europe, people from Europe, people in the States, you know, all these people missing one person of color in their sport because they know how good he, they, because they know he's good, they know how they need him, how much better their sport is with him. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, definitely. That's crazy to me. So, I mean, and like I said, that's why I said what I said. Is I think the one person who's managed to to play his card right, if you will, in this whole in this in this situation when it comes to legacy, and because and here's the thing, think about it. When he won, now granted he still faced Heath for it, but when he won the Masters last year. Now I know you remember. I know you don't watch golf, but you remember when he like won the Masters right last year, right? No. Anyway, I didn't know he won the. He I didn't even know he won the Masters last year. To be honest with you. Anyway, him winning the Masters. Winning the Masters is like the equivalent of winning the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. Pretty much, what goal? Pretty much. Remember how Benoit won it? Yeah, I said Benoit. Remember how Benoit won it at WrestleMania twenty? I was going to say Eddie Guerrero says, uh, you know, on this day. Yeah, that's <laughs> on this day. Really. I mean, today is today makes that uh the anniversary of the day that uh. Eddie Guerrero defeated Brock Lesnar for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Rest in peace, Eddie. Yeah, I got him. I watched the, uh, I need to tell you that video that I was watching yesterday. And it really, it really took it back to his, uh, his demons that he had where he was, uh, taking liquid, liquid ecstasy, just all these things, just his, his, uh, firing from WWF when he was there, all of that, and, and brought it back to that day. It made me, I almost, I almost shut his hair in my bed watching it. But yeah, it's, I, I, I it, the Masters is, I, I do know that the Masters is like their biggest thing they have. Like to have that green jacket is big. It's like that. But the thing is, when he won it, like, the entire world celebrated. Oh, I do remember that now, now that I think about it. The you had, because you did have people that celebrated. You had the ones that was like, uh, but he's not black, though. <laughs> I was like, come oh, on. Yeah. I was like, give him a break. Most people, for the most part, the entire world was celebrating. Like, the entire, the entire golf community, which is mostly white, was celebrating. Oh, yeah. And to have the fact, and my point is, I know I'm kind of reacting to the point. The point is, is that the fact that a person of color, he is a person, he is technically a person of color. He can call himself whatever he wants. He's a person, he is a person of skin color. He's black. Yes. The fact that somebody like Tiger Woods, who looks like Tiger Woods, is able to take an entire community of people that don't like him, that don't look like him, and is able to bring back, bring a sense of joy and in some ways nostalgia for a moment is amazing. Oh, yeah. 
So that's what I'm saying. When Tigers, that's what I'm saying. When Tigers time comes, I don't think he's gonna have. The, he may. There are gonna be people who come to his defense on that. I feel like he's gonna. Ha- he he won't have the. He won't have it as bad as what Kobe's dealing with now or what Mike Vick will that, have to deal with. That is what I'm saying. I'm saying, and I'm saying, do you know why? You know why, right? Because he managed to win over an entire different community that doesn't look like him. Oh, yeah. Whereas Kobe and Michael Vick, as, as much as I love both of them, they they didn't do that. Now, I'm saying, I'm not saying what they did didn't, didn't extend. You know what I mean? Yeah. What they, their influence didn't extend beyond, it did extend beyond their community, but not in the way, not in the way that Tigers has. So, so. All right, so I don't think there's anything else that we need to talk about today. Uh, we we got into a lot of subjects. Um, you want to do a takeover preview while we're here? Um, or yeah, we got takeover. Uh, su- su- to, uh, well, Sunday. Uh, for the, I will be probably posting this sometime Sunday morning. So, we got takeover. Uh, we got. Gargano taking on Balor. Uh, I think that's going to be definitely the match of the night. I think Balor pulls it off. Uh, Ch- what do you? Who you got? Um, that's a hard one. I, I won't be mad at it either because I love. I'm loving. I'm loving the the Prince. I'm loving Prince Devitt. The Prince Devitt. You know. Oh yeah. I'm loving this. Versus, uh, versus that. So I'm curious. I know it's going to be match of the night. That's for sure. I mean, you can't and, sleep on Lee and Dijak either. Oh, no. No, no. They, no. Of course not. I was also going to say uh, <coughs> the Bros. versus Undisputed Era is probably going to be a early tag team match of the year. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going with the Bros. Weights. Of course. I mean, because they have to win. Like So I got Lee. I definitely have Lee. Up. I'm gonna go Lee, Roserweights. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take. Give me Gargano. Give me, give me Gargano. Okay. No. Yeah, give me Gargano. Yeah, give me Gargano. Um, I'm gonna say Champa. I was gonna say the same thing too. Then I'm, I'm gonna uh, say, I'm gonna say uh, Dakota Ripley. Kai. I'm, take, uh, I'm taking Rhea Ripley. Because I'm gonna say I'm Bianca. Bianca. I, I I don't see it. I, 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 I she's 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 slowly like weaving her way into my soul, but uh huh. You uh, see, you can't you can't you can't hide you can't hide for long, guys. It's slow. It's it's slowly. It's slow. It's a it's like a. You ever see the snail move? Meow. It's like that. It's like a. It's like a snail working its way in. Meow. So yeah. Also, uh, speaking of while we're on the topic, congratulations to Will Ospreay. He's the new Rev Pro Heavyweight Champion. He defeated Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, he actually uh, defends that title? Huh? He's had that since like two years ago. Who, uh, Zack? Yeah. Well, it feels like he's had it that long. Suzuki had it. Then he lost. No, Zach had it. Zach lost. Ishiki. Uh, Ishiki. 
ECE won it. Ishii lost it to Zach. Zach lost. Then Zach had it. Tanahashi defended it against Sonata at last Wrestle Kingdom. And then I think he lost it. He just lost. They just lost it to Will Ospreay. Okay. Like last night. It just felt like he just had it forever. No, he's he he's not Brock Lesnar in the title. Like he's not just having it just to have it. He's having it and defending it. Although he is like the greatest technical wrestler on the face of the earth. So I mean. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. Um, I think Takeover is gonna be fun, as always. It is gonna be fun, and I can't wait to watch it. It's gonna be good. Oh yeah. Because I was. As I was going to say, I think that's the one thing we haven't done. We watched all regular pay-per-views and we watched that bullshit of a Patriots-Cowboys game when the refs clearly cheated us, those motherfuckers. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think this is the first take. This is, like, the first takeover we're going to watch, right? Together? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right, anyway, that's, that's all I got. All right, so also, let's get to... Uh, Duke Ball. Also Duke Ball. Oh, so they must have won. We did. We defeated Notre Dame. All right, I'm I'm letting you know now. It's gonna be a it's gonna come a time where I get to say it. Y'all not winning out. Oh, by the way, um, you're you're an Indiana fan, correct? Yes. What was Champion on Bobby Knight? How much? Yeah. Huh? Bobby Knight made his return after Bobby Knight made his return after 20 years after being fired from Indiana. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, what uh, what's your opinion on that? I mean, you got you got to got to make up sometimes. So make up before it's all too late. That's that that that's my that that's my model for twenty twenty dog. Very well. Um, you got any final thoughts for today? Um, just. Politics are going to divide us. Politics have divided us, and I can't believe we let it do. We let them do that. I can. I can't believe um, we let politics do that to us. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right. So my final thoughts for today are. Poopity scoop, scoopity boop, poopity scoop, poopity scoop, scoopity whoop, whoopity scoop, scoop, poop, poop, whoopity scoop, whoopity scoop, poop. How dare you? No, it just came to my head in the last second to say it too. But on on a real note, though, um, how dare you? You know he's turned it around, Sinclair. Yeah. Still, still, still the troll song of the decade, of the last decade. But uh, respect is a is something that really needs to be exercised for everybody, including myself. So just respect people. Just yeah, also respect. Uh, yeah, just respect, and that that'll carry you a long way. Respect and um, just. Drink water. Drink lots and lots of water. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's been it's been real. We will see you all next week.
Y'all stay easy. We out of here. Peace, love, and pop tarts.